We, uh, we're actually doing something special today. We have a, uh, a new ministry that, that we're getting ready to launch. It's called, uh, Stephen Ministry. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little, uh, more in just a moment. But, uh, I know many of you are here because you have a family or friend member that's going to be commissioned later on. And so we, we want to welcome you for that. Um, but, but what we're, what we're going to be doing this morning is, is reminding ourselves what we're supposed to do. While we're going to be dedicating a class of Stephen ministers, people that, that are going to be giving themselves for others, they're going to, they have undergone a bunch of training to, to get ready to be able to walk uh, alongside folks that are going through a difficult time, people that are caught in grief, people that are dealing with uh, uh, family loss, people that find out bad news about their health, uh, people that... Whatever the problem, uh, these folks have undergone a lot of training about how to walk with them, not not how to solve their problems, because we're not we we can't do that, but how to walk with them. And even though we're going to be commissioning them as a class, and they've received that training, it is not something that is just for them to do. This is this is something we're all called to do as Christians. We're all called to be the hands and feet of Christ. We are all called to be in ministry to the world. And so we're going we're gonna to talk about that a little bit. And before I do that, we're going to use a psalm today, Psalm 40. Uh, but I want to tell you a, a, a story first. If, I, I don't know if any of you have ever found yourself stuck in mud, uh, if you've ever uh, had that experience. When I was in high school, I... Uh, I, I was working at Baskin Robbins and, and some other places during the summer, and I made enough money that I could buy myself uh, my first vehicle that I owned. And I, I got a 1966 Ford Bronco, and uh, it was all rusted out and everything, but um, it still was rusted out, but I got the chrome rims for it and some bigger tires and and, and took the top off and and I grew up in Colorado, and so uh, I got it during the winter, and you can't really take the top off of a car in, in Colorado in the winter and stuff. And so it, it, was, it was in April, and uh, it was one of those, those spring days that gives you, it, it comes a little early, and it's just a beautiful day. So me and my friend, we, it was a Saturday afternoon. I called him. I was like, hey, let's drive up to my cabin. It's a beautiful day. We'll, we'll drive up to the cabin, take take the car. So we got in at 10 o'clock, we loaded up, took the top off, had shorts on, tank top. And any of you that know Colorado weather already know where I'm going with this. But uh, so we drive up there, beautiful day. Uh, my my grandmother has a cabin up uh, by us. And so we drove up there and we, it's four wheel drive. So what are you supposed to do with four wheel drive? You're supposed to try it out. So I take off across this this meadow by the cabin. Well, meanwhile, the snow's melting. It, it, it's not really a field. It's really a swamp now. So I take off in this field, and we get about 20 feet out into it, and it just sank up to the fenders. And now it, it's... And so we 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 try everything. We, you know... Push and pull and da da. Where you get out and you're stuck in mud up to your hips and and just trying to slosh around and stuff. Well, now it's starting to cool off. The clouds have come on. The 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 uh, the temperature is dropping. We're 
20 miles from civilization. Uh, this is before cell phones and all that kind of stuff. So we're, we're starting to regret our decision to, uh, <laughs> to go enjoy the car. It's a long story. It involved a bunch of rednecks making fun of me and poking fun of me and all that kind of stuff. But, but there, there is nothing so helpless as feeling stuck like that. Where, where you just, it doesn't matter how much gas you put on that. In fact, that may just sink lower. And I think sometimes in life, we, we find ourselves there. Where we just, we're, we're just sunk. We're up to our ears in the crud of life. We just don't know what to do. And it seems like the more we struggle, the deeper we sink. And it's helpless feeling. You just wish somebody could could pull you out. You wish somebody could could help you. If you could just get your footing. If you could just get unstuck, you might be able to move forward. Well, we're going to read a scripture uh, that, that has to do with that. It's uh, Psalm 40. And this is a psalm written by David. If you remember David, he was... He was one killed Goliath. He's the one that uh, King Saul wanted to kill. He was the one that was anointed as the new king of of Israel. Saul didn't want, so he had to go into hiding. David had Bathsheba. I mean, there there's a lot about David that we know about. In the midst of David being on the run from the Lord, all he did was what he was supposed to do, and now the king wants to kill him just because he was successful. He was, his life was in danger because of it. And so this is a psalm of crying out uh, to God. So uh, let's, let's read it together. Beginning in verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what, has, what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust in the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. Oh, Lord, my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans are too numerous for us to list. You have no equal. If you... If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, look, I have come as it was written about me in the scriptures. I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. I have told all your people about your justice. I have not been afraid to speak out, as you, O Lord, well know. I have not kept the good news of your justice hidden in my heart. I have talked about your faithfulness and your saving power. I have told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love and faithfulness. Lord, don't hold back your tender mercies from me. Let your unfailing love and faithfulness always protect me, for trouble surrounds me. Too many of them to count. 
My sins pile up so high I can't see my way out. They outnumber the hairs on my head. I have lost all my courage. Please, Lord, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to destroy me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, we've got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great. As for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord keep me in his thoughts. You are my helper and my savior. Oh, my God, do not delay. This is the word of the Lord for us this morning. Thanks be to God. David understood what it felt like to be caught in the mud. He felt like, he says, my troubles are more than the number of hairs on my head. Greg, you got, you don't have very many troubles, so we envy you. But, but for the rest of us, that's a lot of troubles. <laughs> and and, and that, that's the way life seems a lot of times. That as soon as we get out of one thing, something else happens. That as soon as you... Have you ever found yourself in this pattern? Oh, man, I just wish we could get through this, and then you get through that, and then there's 14 other things waiting for you on the other side of the street. Troubles just mount up. The pressure mounts up. The... the the judgment of other people mounts up. The expectations that people have of us mount up. And before long, all the weight of that is on your shoulders. And it seems like you have just sunken in the mud. And you get the point through this, this psalm. As you read what David had to say, you get the point through it that David had spent a lot of time crying out to God. We know, we, we're all good at that. We, we know when you get in trouble, you want to cry out to God. We, we need to remember that in the good times too. But we're all good at crying out. And sometimes it's bargaining. You ever done one of those bargains with God? If you just get me out of this, God, I will show up in church. I will do, 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 do. We, we know about crying out to God, but David in this psalm wants he, he recognizes that God heard him. We go through two movements here. You start off with David talking about the, the situation, that he had been in a situation. Then he says, but God, I know you've heard me. I know you've offered me a way to get out of the mud and get my feet back on solid ground. And then he recite, he goes through this recitation of just how good God is, about his, his faithfulness, his goodness, his mercy, his, his wonder. And then winds it back around. I still got my problems, but I know you're there. I still got my problems, but I know I'm going to get through them. I still got my problems, but but God, with you, anything is possible. The reason I picked this psalm is because I think it it says a lot about what Stephen ministry is supposed to be. We, certainly, God is the one who moves. God is the one who rescues us. God is the one who can pull us out of our pit. God is the one that cares about us, that doesn't turn his back when we're in the pit, even if we got in the pit on our own stupidity. He cares about us. He wants us to, to know he cares. God is the one that does that. But you know what? A lot of times the way that God gets us out of the pit 
is through the hands and feet and prayers and caring of someone in his body. We've been talking about this a lot through the beginning of the year. As we went through First Peter, we talked about how we are the living stones of the church, how we are the ones upon which God is going to build his new kingdom, how we are the ones who are tasked with the, the opportunity, the privilege, the responsibility of sharing that with the world. And part of that is not about showing up in church and singing songs, not about talking holy, not about wearing the right clothes. It's about being a person who cares. It's about being the hands and feet of God. And that's what the Stephen Ministry Program is designed to be. That when people find themselves up to their neck in mud, that there is somebody there that can reach down and hold their hand. That there's somebody there that can reach down and say, hey, you know what? I know you got your problems and I... I don't even know where to start, but I can pray with you. I can cry with you. I can laugh with you. And I can remind you that God is never going to leave you. Ultimately, that's what, that's what David recognized in the psalm. My problems, they're not going away, but neither is God. And eventually my problems will change. Or go away, but God's not going to. So whenever you find yourself in that situation, whenever the mud is, is, is sunk, whenever you're sunk in the mud, remember the guy who can pull you out. Well, for me, in that situation in my Bronco, playing the part of God was my dad. And it was a vengeful, wrathful God that day. <laughs> That after all my effort to try to dislodge that vehicle from the mud, after freezing, and we, we finally walked ourselves back to a, to a little cafe that was about a mile from our cabin. Walked ourselves over there. That's where the rednecks all made fun of me. And, you know, if you've ever seen uh, family vacation after he's jumped his car in, in the mechanic, and then I've never seen anybody as stupid as you. That's sort of the attitude that, that they had. And I was able to use my, my dad's, uh, use the phone to call my dad. He called a couple of his friends. They came out. They had their winch. Um, and, you know, they just sort of leaned on the car as they were pulling the car out of it, going, I've never seen anybody so stupid as you. <laughs> but they were there. They were there. The, for, for me, they were the rescuers that day. They were the hands and feet of God. We're going to be celebrating some folks who have intentionally put themselves and said, God, we want to be used by you. We want to be your hands and feet. And as I said, this is as we go through this uh, commissioning here in just a moment, I want you to recognize this is something that each of us is called to do. Just like sharing the good news, I've been trained in it, I'm, I'm ordained, but all of us are called to pray and share the good news with others. Okay? So as we do this commission, I hope that each of us might, within our hearts, say, you know what, God? I want to be there for somebody. I want to hold somebody's hand. 
I want to help pull somebody out of the mud. Stephen Ministry uh, goes along, goes on in a, in a lot of churches. Uh, we, we've included a, a little flyer for you in there. One of the biggest reasons for this is because we want you, if you have people you know that are going through a difficult time, we want you to have some information to share with them. Uh, you can also go to our website, and it, it gives a little information. Uh, there's an email address there. Stephen Ministry, let me just make it clear. Stephen Ministry is something that a person chooses to be involved in on themselves that is matched with a same-sex counselor not to be fixed, but to be encouraged, to be listened to, to be cared about, to be loved. If you know somebody going through a difficult time, if you know someone who, who just the mud is up to their neck and they need somebody to, to remind them that God's there, uh, this, this is uh, something that you can do. I'm going to, uh, if you look in your bulletin, you can see the names of those who are going to, at the bottom, under the announcements, you can see the names of those who are going to be, uh, um, be commissioned this day. Commissioning, what that means is we are, we are going to, as a body, as a church, we are going to say, we want, you represent us. And we give you our power and authority to go out and be the hands and feet of God. If you read in Acts, it's what, it's what they did with, Pete, uh, with Paul and Barnabas. It's, it's the church said, hey, we can't be everywhere. You guys have a ministry going over there. We give you our blessing. We give you our support. You, you go do your thing. Okay? So I'm going to invite those who are going to be uh, commissioned to come up at this time. And if you like, we'll just make a, a line across the front of the stage here. And they're all very nervous because they, they're all, be, part of this is they're very organized and stuff. And, and they've wanted to know what exactly I'm going to do today. And I keep telling them, oh, just don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. So they're all very nervous right now. But, uh, but what we're going to do, as I said, we, what we're going to do today is as a body, we are going to bless them. We are going to encourage, we are going to uh, send them out in our name. And so as we do that, I'm going to go through a little uh, liturgy here in just a moment. As we do that, I encourage you to join with us. In a moment when we pray, I want you uh, to, to, physic, uh, to mentally in your mind lay hands on them, to, to send them out with, with your prayers, okay? If you all want to turn around, you can look at me. That way you can just pretend there's nobody back there. Dear brothers and sisters, you've been equipped to serve as Stephen ministers at Bee Creek United Methodist Church. Listen now to the words we find in Scripture. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. 
Brothers and sisters, each of, uh, each of you has been comforted by God with the good news of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection for you. We ask you now to join in serving our Lord and those in our congregation and neighborhood who need to be comforted. As the Lord Jesus has responded to your needs, we ask you to strive to be responsible, responsive to the needs of others. As the Lord Jesus took the burdens of the world on his shoulders and has been a friend to you in troubled times, we ask for you to be a friend to those who are burdened by the stress of daily life. As the Lord Jesus patiently listens when you turn to him, we ask you to be a patient listener in a hurried world. As the Lord Jesus has broken down the barriers that separated you from God, we ask you to heal divisions wherever you find them and strive to make people whole. As the Spirit of Christ has given you gifts for service, we ask you to use your skills and talents to help people whom you serve and pray for them. And as the Lord Jesus has shown his care to you, we ask you to help this congregation grow as a caring community through your own caring ministry. As the Lord has revealed his presence to you through faith, we ask you to share your personal experiences of faith with those around you so that they too may celebrate the presence of Christ in our world today. Are you prepared to meet those requests that are asked of you? If, if so, your answer is yes with the help of God. Are you prepared to nurture the skills you have learned and use them in service to others to support, encourage, build up, and comfort people in all their needs? Congregation, now we ask you, members of Bee Creek United Methodist Church, to open your hearts to the ministry of these people and to pray for them, that they may be effective servants of Christ. Are you prepared? To meet this request, if so, answer yes with the help of Christ. We also ask you to accept their ministry when you, need, when you need help, to be willing to call on these individuals, to allow these individuals to work with you as you face struggles in your life that you might receive support and help from your Christian brothers and sisters. If you're prepared to support them and accept their help, would you answer yes with the help of God? And are you, Stephen Ministers, are you prepared to serve as a Stephen Minister at Bee Creek United Methodist Church? Yes. We're going we're gonna to say a prayer of blessing. I know we're a Methodist church. People get uncomfortable with weird things like praying for other people and stuff. But what I'm going to, a tradition, a tradition in... Uh, in, in the Christian community is when, when you're sending somebody out is to lay hands on them. And if you have a friend or a spouse or someone, uh, I, I, I want to encourage as many of you that can to come up and physically lay hands on these folks as we pray for them. Okay? I know that involves movement. We're not, we're, we're not going <laughs> Pentecostal or nothing. Don't worry. But Okay? So if you'd like to come up and lay hands on people, come now. want to step up a little bit if you guys want to step up a little bit we can fit some more in 
And if you can't reach somebody, just put them on the shoulder ahead of you. If you're out in the congregation, you can just sort of reach your hands out if you want. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you. We thank you for your love that even when we're up to our necks in mud, you are there. And God, we all go through problems and we wish we could just snap our fingers and have them be done with, but that's not the way it works. But in the midst of our problems, in the midst of our struggles, you are there. And God, these folks, they have heard your call and they've responded and they want to be the one to remind people that you're there. They want to be the face. They want to be the presence. They want to be that that gift. We pray for their strength. We pray for their patience. We pray for their energy, for their perseverance. God, fill them with your spirit. Fill them with your peace. Fill them with your comfort. And allow the folks they talk to, allow the, the situations they deal with, God, allow it to ultimately glorify you that in everything they say and do that people will come to know that you're there. And we pray this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen.